welcome to Dairy Dialogue podcast number 54. And the only things that spring to mind for this number are the wonderful old comedy Car 54 Where Are You, which really shows my age, and a song by Harry Nilsson called Take 54. And in tenuous link time, 54 is also the country dialing code for Argentina, and one of Argentina's neighbours is Paraguay. And we have an interview with a company from Paraguay on today's show. I'm Jim Cornell, editor of Dairy Reporter, and this week's show is a bit of a weird one. Hopefully nobody just said they all are. Because of the trip to Italy and the World Cheese Awards and Forme this week, I'll be walking around a big hall in Bergamo on Friday when I'd normally be putting the podcast together. Well, I will be if they let me in. So that means putting this together early, and at least getting the bulk of it edited early in the week and piecing it together. And so that means using some more interviews from last week's Anuga show in Germany. So consider this to be Anuga 2. It'll be a bit like the Rocky movie soon when we have Anuga 17. No, I promise there will only be two, and of course the interviewees are all very interesting. And so, who are they? Well, we have six guests. Helga Barcelos from Quinta dos Azores. René Krebs, head of BU Cereals and Dairy at Dollar. Raymond Sawatsky, Import and Export Manager at Paraguayan Cooperative Cooperativa Chortitsa. Nicole Gieszuskiewicz, the Account Manager at Czech company Milk Effect. Christian Jaroncic, Marketing and Brand Developer at Slovenian company Incom. And Victoria Togel, Brand Manager for Dadu Ice Cream, which is a part of the Lithuanian company Viketa. And of course, we also have a weekly update on the global dairy markets with Liam Fenton from INTL FC Stone. Because I'm recording this early, I'm not going to be able to run through the stories we've had at Dairy Reporter this week, because I don't know what they're going to be yet. But by the time you hear this, there will have been some, so feel free to pop over to dairyreporter.com to check out the news. It also means that nothing has happened since the last podcast to tell you about. Such an exciting life I lead. In which case, we might as well get on with the show for a change. As I mentioned last week, at Anuga there are so many companies it's always good to find new and innovative products, or to just chat to companies that catch the eye. One of those was Quinta dos Azores, a dairy company on the tiny Azores Islands, which is an autonomous region of Portugal in the Atlantic Ocean. If you were to head out from Portugal, about a thousand miles, you'd be there. There are nine main islands and the size of the country is a mere 2,333 square kilometres and the overall population is about 250,000. So it's about a third of the size of Crete or three quarters of the size of Rhode Island. So I was interested to learn more and I did from director of the company Helga Barcelos. I, I was kind of interested because it, Azores you don't think of of the Azores and as dairy a milk, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we are very important in the milk, milk production. Yeah. Uh, I think, first of all, Azores are not very known by, by people, but we have 4.5% uh, of the Portuguese lands and we produce more than 28% of the milk production, milk Portuguese production. And on cheese, 
we are uh, we represent more than 34% of the cheese, of Portuguese cheese production. So in such a small land, we do a lot with cheese and uh, with milk. And, and are the are the, um, the dairy products that come from the Azores different because of the of where you're located? Yeah, well, um, in in my case, this is a familiar business, and we are working the milk of our own cows, and we decided to make some different products of the normal that uh, usually we produce in the Azores. So we uh, we make yogurt, liquid yogurt. It is amazing. It people usually they say it it feels to the milk. <laughs> That's the difference because our milk is very tasteful because of the grass. The cows uh, they live all their lives on grass eating the field and it's very different to the, the milk because of that. We also once we have the, the environment of the, the ocean uh, we have um, clan omega 3 and udine in our in our milk and in our uh, meat so you can feel difference when you taste the products. We do the yogurt, we do the ice cream, we are one of the, the uh, first uh, factories making yogurt in, in the Azores uh, and we also do some cheese. Right. And where is your products? Where are they sold? In we we are selling our products mostly in the mainlands. We are in El Corte Inglés. We also are in Osha. We are in uh, Little in some other chambers in the, the mainlands. Okay. Do you, uh, is it exported to any other countries? Uh, we are exporting to uh, England, to Spain, and I hope make some contacts to start sending some product to Germany and other. Alright, how's this show been so far for you? Uh, it is very interesting, not just for trying to make some uh, new uh, relationships to sell the products, but also because you can see lots of different products and take uh, new ideas. Uh, but we feel that there's a lot of people, lots of people from different nationality that brings you inputs very interesting in this, uh, in this show. Right. And uh, do, you, do you have new products? How, what different flavors do you have for Okay, you? so uh, we produce ice creams with typical flavors from the Azores, like we have the Queijada da Graciosa. It is a typical cake that we use in the Ilha Graciosa. It's very sweet and you can be uh, eating the ice cream that you feel the, the cream and the milk, but you can also taste the cake. So it's amazing because with this kind of products, it has 18 months of shelf life and you can take it to other countries. It's difficult because of the cold chamber, but if you uh, have the correct partners, you can take it to a lot of places in, in the world. And you take the milk, but you also take our gastronomy, our, our culture in the cake. So it's very interesting. Here I have also Dona Amelia. It is another different cake that we use in, in my island, Tercera Island, and it's very rich because we use honey, we use grapes and other things. It's very different, has a flavor. Then uh, we have the passion fruit, the cookies and cream, the strawberry, but these are the most different. We also make some chocolate ice cream with cheese. It's not here in, in the cups, but we also do uh, fig. We work with fig, ginger and, and other kinds of things. And yeah, you're always coming up with new products? With or? new ideas, yes. And the ice cream is an amazing product because I think everyone loves ice cream. It's good for you to be improving in innovation because people are always expecting for something new. Uh, and I like a lot to work with the other companies in the Azores because they all feel part of the project. One company that's a lot closer to the event at Tanuga is Dola, an ingredients company from Darmstadt, 
about 200 kilometers southeast of Cologne. The company was showcasing a whole range of its ingredients as well as concept ideas for its global customers. To get an idea of what the company was doing at Anuga, we spoke with Rene Krebs, head of BU Cereals and Dairy at Dollar, who told us what the company was presenting at Anuga. Yeah, we are, we are showing a lot of different kind of products from uh, drinks to deserts to uh, confectionery, any kind of plant-based products out of raw materials, nuts, seeds, coconut, oat rice, whatever is mainstream today. Right, and uh, any new concepts that you're introducing? Yeah, we are, we are introducing different raw materials. Example, hemp is uh, quite popular or the, the rising, rising raw material. Also different kind of formats, you know, you see in other halls, dairies, uh, plant-based meats, plant-based cheese. So we have some references here. But nothing spectacular, I would say, is a Nobel Prize new innovation. Yeah, that's coming sooner. Right. And, and as far as you're seeing a, a big rise in, in plant-based... Oh, yeah. I, just, yeah. I just recently did a presentation. I would rather say it's a food revolution because the trend is from animal-based nutrition to plant-based nutrition. And, uh, yeah, I would say demand is higher than, uh, I call it, existing ideas and fulfillment of the, of, of the changes in the consumer uh, habits. Yeah. So that must be a really exciting time for you developing new products. Yeah, on the one hand, if you have too much, uh, what you do not get the consumer, that's the one problem. And now we have the problem the consumer wants more than the industry can supply in, in the right quality, in a good taste and stability. Yes, it's a po I would say a rather positive problem. And already what I see, the, the, the frequency and traffic is quite high on that uh, plant-based stuff in general. Right. So, and as far as the, the concepts are concerned, it's important to not only be able to keep up with the trends, but to come up with products that are um, both interesting and, and good because yeah. it's very easy to come up with just anything. Absolutely. High tech is not, is, is not enough. Uh, it needs to taste good. It needs to look good. You know, taste and smelling and, and the, the, the visibility is, 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 is super important. Uh, I always have the debate, you know, is high tech good enough? If it doesn't as well, it's not, it's not making the way to the, to the retail. Yeah? Yeah, that's right, because yeah. people will try a product once and if they don't like it, they'll never Easily. Taste, uh, you know, you need to love it, yeah? Right. Uh, that's exactly decision-making, fundamentally. Yeah? Right, and, and I guess m many people that are moving from either to a flexitarian or to a plant-based diet, they're, they, they're, they expect the products to be the same as they had before. Here comes a little bit of, a, I would say, a changing of paradigm. On the one hand, they orient themselves on, the, I call it, on, on dairy, for example, you know, plant-based dairies or on meat and cheese. But in a way, the products are not exactly the same, but already fitting the purpose. And you mentioned the word flexitarian. You know, in the past, you had uh, health consciousness or vegan people, and now we have the flexitarian. Uh, liking more to be flexible, uh, change from plant-based. Uh, sometimes they still have a little bit of meat, but I would say the trend is there to move more to plant-based. And I would say flexitarian is exactly hitting the mainstream at the moment. Yeah. Uh, and I think it will, it will last for a long time. It's not a fashion anymore. It's no. uh, It's it's a, a firm thing in the market yeah. and, and price point is important as well because ah. people don't want to pay double for let me yeah absolutely I, I, I here comes a point uh, let's be honest price wise price and cost is not the issue of those products if you compare it with the I call it the standard product like meat like milk uh, the plant the plant base in generally has uh, I would say a good competitive cost position versus the traditional milk meat or even other raw materials so the question is, how you put it on shelf is a different story. Uh, you still see that in retail on shelf, the price is higher than the original one. But this is rather marketing, I would say, steered rather than, I call it, 
product costing type of things. That's interesting, yeah. People like it in a way, or, in, or companies like it, but there will be a change ongoing also. It's, it's, uh, I would say in the beginning, new products are quite high positioned, but it will balance over time. And I guess you're constantly working on new concepts and new products? Yeah, uh, that is, uh, Döhler is pretty much well known in, in, in having a lot of innovations and new concepts and trends. We hope to be on the, on the, on the, on the mainstream trend, but I think in a way, um, we fulfill originally the, from the drink side, liquid side, into more, let's say, uh, viscose or powder or dry. So we offer more and more in, in exactly the trend. So I believe you always see on an exhibition some new stuff from Döhler, like we, we are used to know. Yeah? One of the partners of Anuga in 2019 was the South American country of Paraguay. It was another interesting discovery as I walked around the dairy hall to find a dairy cooperative from the country Cooperativa Chortitza. Among other things, the company produces butter and milk powder. And to tell us more about the cooperative and its products is the company's import and export manager, Raymond Sawatsky. I mean, the first thing that struck me was Paraguay. It's not really a country that many people would associate with the dairy industry. That's right. Yeah. Uh, as I was saying, we, we are we are a new player in, in, in the game of the, the dairy industry. Uh, of course, our company is really strong in the domestic market. We are uh, number one brand in Paraguay, uh, but have only initiated uh, operations with milk powder since last year. We have been exporting uh, butter for quite a while already, maybe last 10 to 15 years, but only really small amounts. So it's not surprising that, that it would struck you to see a, a Paraguayan company in the dairy sector. Uh, as I said, we are pretty new in the game, but we're here to stay and we're here to be get strong. Right. And, uh, right, and you said you started in the last five years, or is that the Paraguay as it started, or your company? Our company started exporting in the last uh, 15 years, I believe, in, in dairy products such as, as butter. Um, but the company itself is about, uh, it's, it's a Canadian immigrant colony in Paraguay, uh, which, which immigrated in 1927. So we have, uh, we had our 92nd birthday last, uh, this year. Um, the dairy industry of our company began probably in the 1960s, 1950s, 1960s, with uh, butter production. You have to understand in Paraguay the whole cold chain is, has been developed only in the last year. So way back then it was uh, homemade butter that was sold in, in all the country. That's how it started and, and since 1982 we have grown in the industry pretty strong to, uh, with the first UAT uh, packaging machine in Paraguay. And since then, have been have been developing the, the brand, have been developing the, the products. Nowadays, we have about 120 different products in the national uh, domestic market. And okay, yeah, because of the because of the continuous growth, we, we came to the stage where we were too big only for the domestic market, but quite small for the international market. That's when we took the decision to to invest in a drying factory, a drying plant, to to export uh, milk powder. 
And do you export mostly in Latin America or further afield? Our main markets are Russia, uh, Brazil, Bolivia, and Mideast, Northern Africa. You're a new guy for to sort of spread the word? Yeah, yeah, we are. Okay, we, we saw it as a necessary thing to be here so people could see us, so people could see Paraguay as a, as a supplier of, of dairy products. And we, we were very, very sure that we needed to be here in the dairy hall because Paraguay in the last couple of Anugas has had their stand in fine foods and mostly in fine foods selling grain and, 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 and yerba mate and, and other products. We did not see it as, as efficient to be in, in the fine foods hall, but yes, here in the dairy hall. How has it been going? It's great, it's great. Uh, a lot of new contacts, the opportunity to see your customers, to talk with your customers, to discuss any kind of issue face to face, it's, it's really great. And yeah, we're, we're really happy, really happy and looking forward to the new businesses and of course fortifying the relationships we already have. Is it mostly you? You're selling the butter and powders? Okay, yeah, we are only, for export, we are only selling the, the whole milk powder, skim milk powder and butter. The best way I can describe the products of the next company we talk to, Milk Effect, from the Czech Republic, is braided cheese. And that's why it caught my eye. Lots of attractively packaged strings of cheese that look like intricately braided hair. Only, of course, it's cheese. That's not the only product the company had on display, so to tell us more is Nicole Gershuskovich, the account manager at Milk Effect. So we are from Czech Republic. Uh, we are producers of uh, uh, cheese, uh, this cheese, uh, we produce three lines of uh, sortiment. This cheese is from Adam, it's semi-fat, it's traditional one in our country and po in Poland and in Slovakia. We are making it in uh, natural and small versions, uh, different shapes. Uh, actually, the braids are very popular at the Baltic states because this is a traditional shape. Uh, the second line of products which we are producing is the Mr. Grill, Janosik cheese. Uh, this uh, product is very popular here at this uh, fair. Everyone wants this and we think that it will be the top pro our top product. Uh, this is also the traditional cheese for Czech Republic. Uh, it's uh, very popular in Poland too. It's from cow milk, smoked, and you can prepare it on grill microwave or in electric oven and the third line of our products is marinated cheese in glass uh, it is in a rapeseed oil with vegetables okay and the braids how do how do you use them do you just eat them or do you yes, cook with yes, them yes no 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 it is like snack okay it's like snack uh, for wine for beer or uh, it's inside of chips uh, at television uh, it's very popular at restaurants and bar at Czech Republic because the products are slightly salty and people are thirsty. Mm. So uh, it's a good com combination of products. Right, and, and you have different different kinds of cheeses for those? No, 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 cheese? no, no. It's only Adam and it's uh, a natural or smoked one. Uh, we work with uh, cow uh, curd. Yeah. It's a raw material for this product. 
Yeah. This material is uh, developed uh, according uh, old recipes, uh, which were used uh, in the mountains by by our uh, natives. Yeah, that's why we are uh, dressed uh, uh, in traditional clothes because it's traditional. Okay, it's a very traditional product. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's it's really just popular in sort of Eastern Europe and the Baltics? Eastern Europe, yeah, and we are trying to expand with this because the cheese is very good taste, it, it is different. And uh, everyone uh, here told us that this is the best product here, it's something new that they don't uh, taste it before. Uh, this cheese is handmade, everything is handmade, and we have 120 people, it's uh, women who are uh, making braids and strings, yeah. So everything is handmade, and this cheese uh, uh, must be shaped, yeah, that you can uh, braid it. Right, so it's it's not new for you, but for everybody else, it's new. Yeah, yeah. 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 Is it? It's exactly. It's going. Everybody likes it. Everybody, it's yeah. going well. Yeah. 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 Everybody likes it. So you're trying to just increase the exports. And yes. Yes. Now we are developing the freezing of the product product because. Now the product have 75 days of shelf life and uh, when we want to export to different countries they want uh, uh, longer shelf lives and uh, uh, they want uh, frozen products. Uh, are you working on new products, different kinds of cheese? Uh, we have also uh, uh, marinated uh, cheese in oil, it's something like camembert, uh, it is uh, it is the new product. Uh, it's a Czech, uh, uh, Czech type of camembert, French camembert, but it's uh, made in Czech Republic. It's called Sedlčanský hermelin. We are using this hermelin uh, with rapeseed oil uh, and vegetables, and it is uh, slightly piquant. Another interesting set of products I found was from Slovenia and the company Incom, which produces the Leone brand of ice cream. One of their soon-to-be-launched products is a hemp ice cream, although they do have many more products, and to tell us more about them all is marketing and brand director Christian Jeroncic. So we are from Slovenia. We are one of the biggest producers in our area of ice cream. We produce mostly ice cream and uh, frozen desserts. Uh, we are specialized maybe in licensed products, in cones, like we did a special shape of a rose cone, in a sticks, we do like a more than 2 million sticks, uh, 2 million cones per day. What else we do? Licensed products a lot, like a Peppa Pig, Paw Patrol, for Disney, like a Stormtrooper, Star Wars. And we export in more than 40 countries all over the world, all over Europe, uh, from, I don't know, Denmark, UK, Sweden, uh, Germany to Australia, New Zealand, USA, so all over the world. And one of the biggest markets for us, it's the uh, UK, then Germany, Scandinavia, so yeah, that, those are the biggest markets. Right. And what are, the, uh, what are the latest trends that you're seeing? The latest trends are, so, one of the biggest trends, latest, it's the healthier ice cream. The healthier ice cream, where was the big trend was protein in the last two years. Uh, still, they will grow, but the competition is uh, very, there are a lot of ice cream producers that already produce protein ice cream. But uh, we see a new trend, like a vegan ice cream. But uh, we prepared special product for the next year, based on a vegan trend, but based also on one other trend, which is uh, marijuana, so the hemp, the cannabis, which is growing from year to year. We have a brand called Alive. 
Uh, we are already present in more than uh, 30 countries with our brand. And uh, yeah, one of them is also Germany, which is our biggest, uh, biggest uh, country, biggest market for these kind of products. And next year we will launch a stick, ice cream stick, a vegan version with a hemp. So it will be a hemp cannabis uh, ice cream with a banana ice cream. And inside it will be hemp seeds. Uh, with a hemp protein and hemp oil and on the top it will be a chocolate cover yeah and that's coming out next year next year yeah so now one funny thing you will not uh, smoke anymore you will leak yeah 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 and, that, and that's gonna be launched where which countries will it be available uh, we hope as, ma as many as possible so we are aiming on Germany which is our biggest market as I said uh, Austria Slovenia also Croatia uh, Scandinavia and also we are aiming to expand to UK and it's, and it's vegan as well yeah it's vegan it's vegan yeah so it's ticking all of the boxes at yes the same time. all of the boxes of the new trends and yeah. uh, I think we'll be one of the first in a uh, on a shelf in the supermarkets with this kind of products so it's all, all trends in one yeah. in one product yeah that's that's the right thing yeah. yeah yeah and so are there any other new products that you're working on as well of course yeah we have the special product which is called uh, it's uh, I think what even even maybe more of an innovation on a shape of a product uh, because in the last 10 years we haven't seen such a product on ice cream especially on cones it's called a rose cone it's in a shape of a rose so we've managed to to develop a shape of a crown of a cone in a shape of a rose so it will be two versions one of them with a green wafer which is very interesting for the consumers also to see with eyes on a shelf and the other one is with a black wafer and then we have two ice creams inside one of them is a strawberry cream version the other one it's the vanilla nougat and on the top we have this white chocolate spraying which is pink colored so to make it even more attractive for the consumers. Staying with ice cream, I was taken in by the colours of the next company's products, something brand manager Victoria Togel called Instagrammable Ice Cream, and she's right. And they even have birch sap ice lollies in two flavours, which are great. The products are made by Lithuanian company Viketa under the Dadu ice cream brand, and Victoria can tell us more. Uh, we are at Viketa. We are also have the brand of Dadu ice cream, and uh, we are based in Lithuania in a small town called Kadaini. Actually, it's in the heart of Lithuania. Uh, we produce ice cream since uh, I think uh, 1999, so we are not very old, but we have uh, quite of experience. Uh, in Lithuania and uh, in other uh, Baltic countries and in some foreign countries, we also do the export. Uh, we produce uh, the Do brand and also we uh, uh, are doing like private labels for uh, some big clients uh, like supermarkets, other brands and stuff like that. So uh, I can uh, tell you more about uh, everything that we have in the Anuga sure. show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What, do you, what, do you, what do you have? This item, it's birch pop ice cream. Uh, we launched it uh, a year ago and it was, was uh, winner of Cell Innovation Show. And uh, talking about this, you see the little tree here? Uh, in Lithuania they grow big. And in early spring uh, we have the birch sap from these trees. 
Uh, Birch sap is very uh, rich sap. It has a uh, lot of vitamins, microelements, and in this product we have 80% of birch sap. Uh, we have two tasters, uh, wild uh, mint taste and blackcurrant. It has no artificial flavors, no artificial colors, uh, fat-free and less in sugar. It's actually very good when uh, if you're looking for something to, to refresh in the hot summer day. Uh, so for me it's like perfect dish for that. Also in Lithuania it's very popular. The waffle ice cream, ice cream in waffle cup, I'm sorry. Uh, it's um, uh, from organic uh, milk. We use whole milk in our production. Uh, actually, we are famous for, uh, the Do brand is famous for uh, cups like this, but uh, this year we launched a brand new cup. It's actually pretty similar as the Do number one, but uh, we use organic milk for uh, doing this product. Uh, also, uh, what is very new and very attractive uh, as we see uh, in Asia markets, uh, that's uh, probably active ice cream. It has the good bacteria, uh, bifidobacteria. It actually has uh, 5 million uh, in it. Uh, so we have also two tasted, raspberry and uh, peach. And they're very uh, popular among women, actually, and kids. So uh, in Lithuania, we had uh, very uh, uh, huge compliments about uh, this product, uh, product especially between uh, women. <laughs> so, but it's also for boys. It's good. <laughs> also, what is um, you know in nowadays we uh, seeing the trend that. Uh, it's normal uh, to have uh, products in market without lactose, with less sugar and vegan products. Uh, so that's why in ice cream we launch uh, uh, free from line. Uh, now it has free products, uh, lactose free. It's made from real milk, but uh, in manufacturing process we use a special ferment uh, that uh, keep uh, the lactose out of the milk and uh, it's a pure lactose free product actually it tastes pretty uh, like milk i couldn't uh, find the difference also without added sugar it's sweetened by stevia uh, actually it has the sugar taste and it's very good and free from line dairy free it's made from oat drink it's uh, also source of fiber and it's also vegan. So, uh, also, I would uh, love to uh, represent our star line. <laughs> it's a moonlight ice cream. First product uh, that we launched was uh, Moonlight Black. It's in black color. It has the vanilla flavor and also uh, the filling of berries. Green daddy. Also, it's in the green cup and in the green, uh, the green color of the ice cream. It also comes with the filling and uh, also the blue one. We think that this product is uh, usually for teens and it's more Instagramic. Uh, we are used to that. So we see that uh, people are tagging photos in Instagram or Facebook and telling, wow, the blue ice cream, I have the blue outfit and now I can match my ice cream with that. 
so I think it's uh, really cool. <laughs> so <Yeah>. that's all. <laughs> right, yeah. and, and where are those available? What countries? Uh, in Lithuania, and we also are uh, producers. So in Germany, you can find the black ice cream, which is in Kaufland, Kaufland uh, made by Dovgan, and it's called Ninja Ice Cream, but it's uh, made by us. And now it's time for the weekly update on the global dairy markets with Liam Fenton from INTL FC Stone. Following the stabilization in prices uh, within last week's trading that we saw, uh, this turned into a price rally this week uh, in futures, uh, where I think budget levels were trading for end users that had been covering and trade being short kept the bears on the sidelines as their appetite, I guess, to add to the shorts was, was minimal. November-December butter was up about 60 to 70 euros at 36.25 level on the week. Uh, quarter one was up an impressive 100 euros uh, to just over the 3700 level. Matching quarter two, which was up about 50 euros to end at the same level of 3700. Quarter three, 2020, was flat at the 3800 level. Skim milk powder also continued to benefit from support price-wise as the sustained high export levels for European skim milk powder seems to keep us moving higher. Uh, November-December skim milk powder was up about 50 euros to the 2400 level. Quarter one was up about 40 euros to 24.25. Uh, quarter two up about 15 euros to 24.15 and quarter three then up about 40 euros to 24.40 level. I guess the little dip uh, that we see in quarter two is unusual but I suppose, relatively speaking, you could say the curve is, is fairly flat for the first nine months of 2020. Uh, way still remains above the 700 euros level. Thanks, Liam. Hopefully catch up with you again next week. INTL FC Stone provides risk management and margin hedging programs and services, as well as OTC hedging tool and M&A advisory services to the global dairy industry. And that's it from Anuga, although the video versions of these interviews will also be available soon, hopefully, once I get a spare few hours to edit them all. As for next week, I'm not really sure what to expect from the World Cheese Awards. Well, cheese, obviously, but in terms of interviews, I'll just have to wait and see. Hopefully, as little rain as possible. So until next time, have a great week, and thanks for listening.